Hello everyone, welcome to Two Beard Gaming the Podcast, your new home for video game news, reviews, and nerd content. My name is Trevor and thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk about some news in the video game world, as well as Two Beard Gaming reviews and video content made by our team. To kick things off, I want to start off by talking about our friends at NIS America. They're holding a Red Moon Day charity fundraiser by selling shirts, which 100% of the proceeds go to the American Red Cross's Coronavirus Outbreak Fund. It's a red t-shirt, it says Together in Spirit, and has their printy mascot. They're being sold for $19.99, and again, 100% of their proceeds are going towards this relief fund. So if you'd like to hear more about that or buy a t-shirt, go to nisamerica.com. It's time for another ultimate face-off between gaming's most iconic brothers. We see Mario take on Luigi to finally settle the score of who is the greatest, but only one can win. Head on over to TwoBeardGaming.com to cast your vote on our funny polls. We have them weekly, and it uh, could be characters versus one another, or genres, or video games. This week, it's Mario versus Luigi. So if you'd like to cast your vote, again, TwoBeardGaming.com. Let's talk about um, a Kickstarter that's going to be coming out soon. It's for Lords of Exile. This 8-bit side-scrolling action platformer is set in the far lands of Exilia, where a cursed knight is on his way to take revenge. A combination of classic retro mechanics and linear level design and 8-bit graphics in development for PC and consoles from two years ago. During the adventure, you will take the role of Sir Gabriel, a knight who is cursed with anger after discovering that Gallagher murdered his wife. He only lives to take revenge. This is a like a Ninja Gaiden looking NES 8-bit side-scrolling game. It really looks awesome. The uh, developer contacted me and asked uh, me to post about his video game on our site, and I definitely did. It was awesome. It was, I'm glad to have that opportunity, and uh, I'm glad that we have the platform to showcase indie developers. So if you are an indie developer, feel free to reach out to us. We want to post this news. We want to show the world these awesome games. And Lords of Exile looks to be an awesome game. That I will be picking up. Or possibly, maybe we're going to review it. And if we do, we will cover it on TwoBeardGaming.com. See, Urban Trial Tricky. This looks to be a uh, tricking action game with scooters, I guess. Um, first, I thought it was bikes, but I'm pretty sure it's scooters. It says... Uh, this uh, game is coming out. It says three modes, over 30 levels, and a vast amount of outstanding customization options make Urban Trial tricky, infinite, and varied experience. And all this in a smooth 60 frames per second. So if you thought that Urban Trial tricky was 30 frames per second, you're wrong. It's 60. Get with it. Get on with these exciting moves and combos on a motorbike. Let's see what else we got. Hunt down. Hunt Down is everything from feral punks to organized hockey hooligans. This game is riddled with 16-bit bad guys and crime bosses, each with their own stomping ground to reclaim an arsenal of weapons to confiscate. This is uh, looking like an awesome bro-punk 16-bit beat-em-up adventure. I saw the trailer for this. It really does look awesome. I love the detail and the sprite work. The art is actually fantastic. You should take a look at that trailer when you can, or at least the artwork. Hunt Down. That should be out now. On a more serious note, the Tour de France 2020 game has a new trailer for its June release. So for those that were really itching for that uh, Tour de France video game, there is a new trailer out now. And again, that is set for a June release date. Pipe, uh, excuse me, Paper Mario, the Origami King. July 17th, this is going to come out. I know this came to a massive surprise to a lot of people. Everybody on Twitter was talking about how 
the Thousand Year Door was going to get a, a remake or a remaster or, or re whatever it's called, a refold. But we got a new game instead, and that's awesome. It says that the kingdom has been ravaged by an origami menace. Join Mario and his new partner, Olivia, as they battle evil folded soldiers, repair the damaged landscape, and try to free Princess Peach's castle from the clutches of King Ollie in this comedy-filled adventure only on the Nintendo Switch. You heard that right, folks. If you thought this was going to be on PlayStation, again, you're wrong. This is a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Let's see. I mean, if Animal Crossing didn't sell enough systems, maybe... This new paper folding adventure will sell some more. I mean, it looks cool. I was a massive fan of the N64 game. I did not like Thousand Year Door, but it's it seems to have gotten a lot of praise on Twitter, which I don't know why. I I did not like that game, but the 64 holds king to me. So maybe this will be another awesome iteration in that uh, that series in the Origami Kingdom, not Origami. That sounds silly. Thy Sword. Let's get into some reviews. At tubegame.com, we have some reviews. And this first one is mine. It's called Thy Sword. This is presented by Radalika Games. Uh, this bit-style rogue adventure feels like a modern NES game, but with procedurally generated levels. It has multiple characters and difficulties, making the Dungeons & Dragons game approachable for all. Pop some quarters in and let's begin. I call this like an NES-inspired uh, game, but the developer made note that they were heavily influenced by the Amiga, which I am not familiar with that console at all. I'm not sure if that's showing my age or not, but if you are a fan of the Amiga, talk to me about this. Let me know because they said the music was made with the same tools that the Amiga made their music on, and this was a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. I gave it an 8.5. See, what else do we have? Um, we're going to take a look at Help Will Come Tomorrow. This review was done by Johnny Silverhand. This is a survival game against uh, the backdrop of Tsar Alexander II's 1917 abdication, which sounds like a whole lot of stuff that I'm not interested in. Um, let's see. This was given a, a 7 out of 10, so it sounds like it was pretty good. The premise is your trans-Siberian train is stopped in the middle of the tundra by rebels, and you are forced to survive in the harsh Russian wilderness. It seems like uh, this game is creating... Innovative pitches, which is a joy to see. On top of that, the history is accurate, if not streamlined. Again, that was done by Johnny Silverhand, 7 out of 10. Moving on to a game by Stegosoft Games, Ara Fell. This review is done by 8-Bit Punk. It says, uh, overall, the game felt very familiar to him. So he said it's one of those new releases that allows you uh, to have your muscle memory take over. And it feels like you're playing a game that you've beaten a dozen times. This looks like a Chemco game. One of those uh, uh, mobile, maybe in the same vein, type game of 16-bit. Uh, uh, the art looks cool. I'm not familiar with this uh, developer, Stegosoft Games, but he said it's a fun RPG, a JRPG that he loved, and he gave that a 7 out of 10. Moving on, the infamous Chicken Perm is here to review... Dark Souls. Uh, obviously, this is a plan of words for the Dark Souls. And he said, uh, oh, yeah, is this like the Dark Souls of platformers? Quote, unquote. Um, he didn't really care for the game that much, though. So he gave this one a 5 out of 10. He said it was all too familiar with the labeling of any difficult game as a, you know, insert game title of the Dark Souls. And this is definitely a plan of plan words with that. So Dark Souls is, uh, yeah. Done to death as of late. 
per the infamous chicken perm. Um, it looks pretty similar to a lot of other Radalika games, honestly. It shows one screen, and the entire level must be traversed in that screen. And in this game, you're a duck, and there's a lot of obstacles and platforms to get around. And uh, 5 out of 10 doesn't sound uh, that good. Next game, Task Force Campus. This is by East Asia Soft. I did this review. This is a bite-sized arcade shmup. Task Force Campus. Um, it was a fun-looking game. It had uh, some decent replayability. You had uh, different difficulty levels. You had stuff to unlock. Um, but this is like an, just another bite-sized shmup from them. They had a couple others in the same vein, like Null Drifter, Red Death, and Project Starship. If you're familiar with those titles, this is kind of in the same vein of that. So don't go into this looking like you're going to have like an in-depth shmup. It's not. Like I said, it's a bite-sized shmup. Uh, it will take you probably 20 minutes to complete. It took me much longer because I'm not that good at these like bite-sized shmups, but uh, uh, my good buddy defeated this game in, I think it was 18 minutes. That's Stonebeat Productions. Yeah, he whooped this game. He's a master uh, shmup lord. <laughs> I give this game a 7 out of 10. It was all right, and I would recommend it. Next up is... Save Your Nuts. This was done by our writer, Jay. Uh, he said, that This is a group of animals battling out in a variety of death matches and capture the flag, only swapping out the flag for nuts. So, a weird game on paper. And then when you look at the art, it shows squirrels and wiener dogs playing with nuts. Yeah, let the jokes write themselves. He overall gave it an okay rating of 5 out of 10. Moving on to our video content creators, we have the Filthy Banana. He takes on King Lucas in a Let's Play. Head on over to YouTube and check out our Two Beard Gaming, uh, yeah, our channel. <laughs> check out our Two Beard Gaming video channel. Banana Plays has King Lucas up there. Let's see, what is this game all about? This is a Metroidvania game with 2.5D graphics, single and multiplayer modes, and classic game mechanics for the the delight of platform and adventure game lovers as well. As for you who didn't live in the 80s, this is an opportunity for you to taste that classic feeling with the graphics and sound quality of today. So it sounds cool. And the Filthy Banana is an awesome narrator, so check that out. He also did Not For Broadcast. I think this is his second um, Let's Play for this game. I believe I saw him do another one of these. Uh, this is Not For Broadcast, an immersive, narrative-driven propaganda sim that lets you set the agenda mix four camera feeds choose the headlines bleep the bad language all under the pressure of a live broadcast that is the second of the three we're going to talk about on our uh, youtube channel the third is two beard gaming reloads this is uh, by bread roll he's playing condemned criminal origins we have uh, uh, actually quite a few videos up here, not just these three mentioned. These are just the three I wanted to highlight from uh, the Filthy Banana and the Bread Roll. And if you could, didn't catch on by now, we have a lot of fun nicknames for each other. It's just how we roll at Two Beard Gaming. I think that about wraps it up for this, uh, this first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, it's a little rough to start, but I think these things will smooth themselves out uh, with practice. But uh, thanks for tuning in to the Two Beard Gaming podcast. I'm Trevor, and I will see you next time.